It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to Humans of Speedway. I'm Ian Brannan, and in this episode, another chance to listen again to the Speedway Paradise section of our chat with 1992 world champion Gary Havelock. It was a great chat, particularly because Havy was always a rider that I sort of enjoyed watching when I was younger, always going to Bradford, and, you know, it was, it was great to, to chat with him, and, yeah, it was every bit the legend I hoped he would be. And um, we asked him to design his own dream meeting. How would that look? And we asked the same questions to all of our guests, and it's always the last thing that we do in, in each episode. Uh, but in this one, a chance to hear what Javi had to say, if you've not heard it yet, uh, then here are the questions. We ask, which track would he choose purely for the racing? Which stadium? Would he put that track in? Who would be in his dream one to seven and, and why? Who would be the referee? Which rule would he change if he could change any rule? And who would be the opposition for his dream meeting? Um, this has to be an actual team that did exist from some point in history. Like, So uh, we'll find out what he has to say. Um, and we start off with that first question of which track would he choose to race on? Now, uh, at the time we recorded this, we didn't know that they would be about to reinstall the track and relay the track that uh, that Javi chooses. Uh, but uh, let's kick it off then with that first question. Which track would you choose, Gary Havelock? Bradford. Well, you've ridden it enough times. <laughs> Just because of the... what the, What's the attraction of it? Just because, because you ride was, fast? It, it, and... Yeah, because it, it was a big track. Um, it was also a wide track. Speed riders like wide tracks, you know. It, tracks that are really wide if you get into trouble you've got a bit of chance to get out of it you know um it was a wide track um it was a fast track it was banked and in my in my eyes all speed tracks should be banked at least a little bit mm. you know um and you know it was the best pits it had the best changing rooms <laughs> it was uh yeah it was you just had to watch out for uh, Paul Bentley walking around in them. That's, That's the, it. Yeah. Um, the uh, the stadium then that you'd put that track in. I mean, would it would it stay in Bradford or would it would you have that stadium with other surroundings? Be nice to think you could put it in Wroclaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do that. 
What was the atmosphere like that night with, with you know from the crowd from that point of view? Oh, it was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, although the majority of them were Polish, um, there was a, a quite a large contingency of English guys. You certainly knew where they were. They had flags and 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 everything. Um, but I'm not sure how many was there. I think it was forty-five thousand or something like that. Wow, it's a decent crowd. Uh, very good crowd. And I mean, when you look back to the days of PC and Ivan and that, I think they rode with, like in Poland when it was hundred thousand people. Yeah, in some tracks, you know, yeah, it's just massive, mind blowing. Yeah, it's time to move on to the uh, the Havi all-time dream team. Then the the one to seven. Um, any rider, alive or not, no points limits. It's just a free for all. Your all-time one to seven. Um, who's going to be number one? Per Johnson. Yeah. Well, you you and he had a lot of great battles. We did, we did, and uh, we never really knew. Even we never even really knew each other when before Per got injured, um, and about after he got injured, um, and it sort of it seeped out how bad he was, and I was like, oh shit. Um, and I actually wrote him a letter. It was obviously back in the day. There was no phones or internet or texts or anything like that. I got his address off somebody and wrote him a letter, and uh, apparently um, he really cherished it, like you know. Oh, that's really nice. And just said that I know we were never friends, but we've never met, and you mm-hmm. know, you bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. Anyway, whatever. But what an amazing rider! Yeah, uh, that guy probably kept his wheels in line better than anybody I can never remember. He was fast, wasn't he? And Very fast rider. You know what I said earlier in the three wheels in line. Equal speed, and and uh, I don't know if you saw, but they they um, they were marking uh, the world final, the nineteen ninety world final in Bradford, right. um, the sort of anniversary of it. Um, okay. The other, the other, I think it was a month or two ago, and they, they yeah, na- it would have been normally the end yeah. of August. Yeah, they, they, yeah, and they named a bus uh, Per Johnson. Oh, wicked! <laughs> awesome. Did anybody ever take a picture of it? And let him know. I think no. I think they I think someone did yeah oh, and good. Uh, good. and there's yeah. another one called Eric Gunderson as well for the Fantastic. 85 world final. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Look out for those. Um right. okay who else we got them? Uh I don't think anyone to seven in the world could ever be right without uh, having this guy in Tony Cardson. Mm. Um what a rider. Again a guy that I rode against for several years before actually really knowing him. Yeah. Um, it was only when I when I and it was actually by accident me and Lee Richardson that year ninety nine we signed for we signed for Lynn Sherbin, a team in the in the in the in like the Premier League um, and and that year each each track in that league had a like a like an adult track in, yeah. in the elite league okay if you like so and it just so happened that Lynn Sherbin's uh, parent track was Masana. So uh, they got in touch with me. Said, "Oh, do you want to? Would you fancy coming and ride for us?" And blah blah. I didn't really know what's about. To be honest, I didn't really <laughs> know who rode from or anything. So I like went up there and, and rode for them. And uh, like I say, yeah, I stayed about five years. Uh, got to know the guys really well, and um, you know, got some lifelong friends out of it. Brilliant. Okay, so Tony Ricardson's on there. Um, mm-hmm. Doing we're doing well with the Swedes so far. Uh, we are, aren't we? <laughs> who's, uh, who's next? Right, who's next is um, uh, Lee Richardson. Of course, yeah. And, uh, well, we know, we know what happened with, with, with Lee at the end, of course, and something yeah, that we saw previously. Really um, bittersweet because it yeah. happened at Wroclaw. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, no, mate, I, I first got to know Lee when he came to Bradford in 99. 
and uh, he was he was a real raw raw, raw then, you know. Uh, he'd been around for Reading, and John Davis had got him together, and this that, and the other. And it was actually one of these one of these meetings we were riding on in Thursday night in uh, Linshaven in the Swedish Premier League, and um, Lee had asked me if he'd qualified for the World Under Twenty One final at Voyant, hmm. and uh, he'd asked me if I had like, anything on. And I was like, no, no, I haven't got any meetings or anything. And they said, like, has any chance you'd like to come with me? So I was like, well, let me make some calls and that. And I was like, yeah. So we we, we got a lift from Sweden to, to Denmark, and his mechanics turned up with the van and all that. And uh, um, he, he, he won. He won it. He won the World Under 21 Championship. And uh, I didn't even know this until years later when I was talking with Mrs. Um, was, and I remember now when we were walking, when we first got there, we, we said, oh, let's go have a look at the track. As we were walking towards look at the track, I just picked up this round, this, like, there was all, like, uh, pebbles and stuff around where the standing area and stuff. And I said, there's, like, round pebbly things. So I thought I'd pick it up. And we walked out of the track, and I made up some bullshit about it being the lucky stone. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave it to Lee. And I obviously won the World Under-21 Championship. Um, so he kept this fucking lucky stone, eh, for the rest of his life. And, he, and, he, and his kids have got it now, apparently. Oh, Wow. Yeah, it was like really touched me when I heard the start. It was like, oh man, and uh, yeah, that's some really good times with Lee. And uh, again, Speedway, as amazingly rewarding as it can be, it can also be devastatingly cruel. Yeah, yeah, devastatingly well, cruel. It was a huge um, shock, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah terrible. Um... Terrible mm. incident, and um, yeah, very hard for everybody. Um, yes. Okay, so uh, Lee Richardson is in your all-time yeah. one to seven. Um, the next one, unfortunately, is going to have to be foreign again. Okay. Well, it's going to have to be Greg Hancock. Wow, well, you, you, yeah. you can't go wrong. I mean, Greg he rode can, in your you? he rode in your farewell meeting, didn't he? He did, and you know what? Right, when he agreed to do that farewell meeting, right, when I was organising, came to a bike to ride and all that, and he went. Abby, do us a favour. Don't give me a number out to anybody. But I went, mate, I don't give anybody's number out to anybody. He said, every man and his dog's trying to get me to do the testimonial and the, or, the, or the, this open meeting or whatever. And he says, fuck that. He says, I want to fly in, do your meeting and fly back out. He said, well, whatever happens, mate, I'll be there. And uh, that was amazing. Like Some of the things, like when it pissed down, I think it was about heat six, it absolutely hiked down for about 10 minutes. Mm. Like, they had to stop the race and it rained that heavy, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was in the bath, I like raced down the pits and that. And um, we got all the riders together and everything. And I was like, Look, lads, it's up to you. Yeah, the rain has stopped by now. Um, I said, Obviously, <laughs> it's to be fucking farewell, mate, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I will completely understand if you don't want to ride, you know. Um, I've ended up fucking injured for the rest of my life. I said, Don't want to see you any of you. Every single one of them lads went, Ah, oh, no, fuck it, we'll race. We'll ride. Oh, wow. That's it dedication. Was, it was amazing, yeah. It really was amazing. So, and a man who's won the world championship four times, and at the age of was it forty six? Greg Hancock. Greg, Greg Hancock's done things that not. I don't think any sportsman in any sport will ever do again. Yeah, yeah. Well, forty six, and he was, yeah. he was racing beyond that, wasn't he? Even yeah. So. Oh god, he raced beyond that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's actually, you know, all right. People will. People will. You'll always get one freak who, who, who participates till till late in any sport, <laughs> but. Not to be the fucking world champion. Yeah, I know. He was just getting better and better, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, amazing. 
Okay, so Greg is in. Um... Yeah, and then obviously if Greg's in, um, this next guy has to be in. It was uh, uh, Masayanovsky. Yes. Yeah, he's sort of a little protege, isn't he? Um, Greg's of, of Greg. little protege. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's. There's a reason why he's in there, and it's not because of his speedway. Uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you this reason <laughs> because he promised me not to tell anybody. <laughs> right? Okay. So he's in there because he is one of the most amazing fucking human beings. That cool. I've ever met, basically. All right. So that's five in your all-time team. Two more spaces left. Uh, where are we going next then for the final two? Okay, I'll fill the rest up with with, with some with some Brits. Go on right? then. Gonna be hard this though, because I've got like four Brits for two places. <laughs> you have to have a race off. Right, right. I'm gonna put my mate in. Andrew Silver. Yeah. Um again a guy who before we met we actually disliked each other. Um and that was uh, just from reading stuff about each other and hearing stuff on the grapevine. When we actually met we just we realised we were really good really good friends and we've been friends ever since. Um, and he's going through a particularly tough time at the moment, so that's why he's in. Uh, one of the, the most underrated riders ever, you know, and to retire so young as he did and walk away, which is like, hmm. uh, I don't know. At the time, you think it's a waste, a waste of talent, but, you know, looking at me now and Lee Adams and Gollum and people like that, like maybe he did the fucking right thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. But hey-ho. Hey-ho. And uh, last one, then? Last one... Um, Going to have to be marking it, Mark Lorem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another Bradford teammate of yours. Yes, yes. Yeah. Another guy I've known from Junior Grass Track, probably met when we were, um, well, probably when I was a teenager and he was 10 or 11, I would have thought. Wow, it's a long oh, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been friends ever since as well. All the lads who grew up on the grass of our generation pretty much are all still mates. Stoney, Screeny. Me, Mark, Chris Louie, um, gosh, there's, there's, there's probably loads more as well. I can think about Sean Wilson, Paul Thorpe. Well, we're not mates with him anymore, but hey. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there was, there was a big, there was a big load of them grew up at the same time now. Yeah. Grass track was a big scene, wasn't it? I know a lot of, yeah, well, you know, there was, no, there was no junior speed there then, you know, which was a bit of a, bit of a bummer really when you think about it. Cause yeah. uh, we did one, we did one speed meeting the year and that was on Bellevue Hyde Road. Mm. And I used to look forward to it so much because it was like going from a bumpy, frigging bumpy, horrible field to this spirit track, which was like a billiard table. Yeah. There wasn't a ripple on it. it. Was just, it was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was like. Fuck grass track, I want to be a speed rider. <laughs> Mind made up. Yep. Okay, um, so that's your one to seven, an, all, an awesome team there. Um, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Um, no. Best referee then, or your favourite referee, huh. if, if there is one? Uh, of, the current, of, the current, of the current crop, the only one is uh, Dave, 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 Dave. Dave Robinson. Dave Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of the older brigade, Paul Ackroyd was a good ref. He did my uh, testimonial at Bradford for me, and uh, we've been friends ever since. Um, and funnily enough, I actually used to I actually used to have no problem at all with, with um, the one everybody hated. What was he called? Oh, he was dead strict. Um, Frank? Frank. Frank Ebden. Yeah. See, I had no problem with Frank Ebden, because Frank was like, the rules are, 
you don't roll at start. If you roll at yeah. the start, you'll get a one, and if you keep rolling at the start, you'll get a fucking fine. See, that was great to me, the fine. Rules were the rules, and you know where you stood. It was only the people who were trying to get cheap that I never had a problem with fine, because I used to sit still at the start. It was the rollers that used to have a problem with Frank. He used to get the fucking rollers, you know what I mean? But rolls were, you're not supposed to roll, so why not? Yeah, when I did um, the one with Shane Parker, he said that Frank Ebden would definitely not be uh, refereeing his. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he had a problem with Frank because he, did, he got through every, the meeting so quick. Everybody had a problem with Frank. Everybody had a problem with Frank. But like I say, I, I never had a problem with Frank because most of the time he was always down south. And the fact that he got the meetings over quick, that was all right because we had so fucking far to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't, we didn't mind that. <laughs> if you were going to change one rule, what would it oh, be? God. If, well, yeah, anyway. I, 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 would, I would install myself as Speedway Sar <laughs> and solve all the fucking problems. Speedway czar Gary Havelock is uh, is in command of the sport. That's, the that's that's great. You, you, that's a good way of looking at it because you get to change lots of rules with just the one there. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Great. And um, if we're going to pick one team, any team from all time to race against your All Star One to Seven, uh, what what would that be? Which team? Which year? Oh God, uh, I'd have to say that the, the England touring team, the last England touring team that went to Australia, all those lads. We yeah. beat the Aussies uh, 5-2, five test matches to two. And it should have been 6-1 because they cheated in the first one. So, yeah, I put that team. Wow. England Lions. The England Lions as the opposition at Bradford, at Bradford. Um, with the with the Roslav facilities. That's it. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be a great uh, great meeting. Well, yeah. thanks very much, Gary, for, for taking no the time and, and speaking to us. No it's been great. And uh, No problem, Ian. I hope, I hope, the, I hope the people enjoy uh, my, my uh, tales. They were all the good ones that I could repeat. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to do an after nine o'clock one someday. Uh, well, yeah. One. Yeah, we'll have to do one in... Um, I, I like have a... that, did you see that one they did with the comedians where they got them drunk? I'll tell you what, like, ex-speeder riders get them drunk, you'd get some absolute crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one for future. I'll get the lawyers on standby. Uh, look, uh, Gary, have a look. It's been a pleasure speaking to you and, and thanks for joining us on this episode of Humans of Speedway. Hi, mate. No problem. You take care. My thanks to Gary Havelock for joining us on this episode of Humans of Speedway. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I uh, enjoyed chatting to him. It was sort of a bit of a bit of a fanboy experience, really, for me. But it, it was uh, it was great chatting with Gary, and hopefully we'll see him uh, back around the tracks next season in his uh, new role as being uh, sort of assistant manager for Pool. Don't forget, if you're new to Humans of Speedway, well, first of all, welcome along. We have plenty other episodes for you to check out. In fact, uh, there are eleven by my reckoning. Uh, we've got chats with Phil Morris, the race director for the Speedway Grand Prix and Speedway of Nations series. How about a trip inside the referees box with Chris Derno talking about what they get up to. Uh, Shane Parker, Peter Oakes, Neil Machin, Nigel Pearson, Scott Nichols, among some of the names that you can check out to chats with in our series. And um, if you want to get in touch, then please do as well. You can drop us a line through social media. On Facebook, you just search for Humans of Speedway. And we're on Twitter at Speedway Humans is 
the place to go. Follow us there to get um, preview clips and find out all the news of uh, upcoming episodes and stuff like that first. Of course, if you have enjoyed it, the best thing that you can do is just to tell your friends who are also Speedway fans as well, if they might enjoy it. Spread the word. Maybe give us a rating and a review too, wherever you get your podcast. That would also be uh, amazing. And we'll speak to you next time on the next edition of Humans of Speedway. Podcast Network.